My name is Matt Brown. Do you like apples? Yeah. Well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? And let's start the show. I saw a girl today. I saw a girl, no way. I saw a girl today. And her name is Maria. I saw a girl today. The one that got away. I saw ah! Holy cow. And her name is Maria. Woo, thank you, man. I owe you. Thank you. Woo. I'm going to New York, brother. Thank you. Woo. Peace and love. I'm out of here, I fucking quit. Maria has opened the door. Later smoothies, I'm off to New York. place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. How are we doing everybody? It is Thursday, May 20th, 2021 and we have an incredible show for you. Just a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And you can check out all exclusive content regarding this show on the Productive Conversations podcast website. And that website is ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. You can check all our podcasts on that site, every video podcast we have created, the blogs I've written. You can check out my resume. You can check out our store, our official merchandise store. Thanks to our friends at Zazzle. You could get some great and affordable merchandise for a great and affordable price. Thanks to our friends at Zazzle. And you definitely want to get your hands on that stuff. And also, don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. We're on Twitter at Prod 
Convo Pod. So yes, it is Thursday. The weather is beautiful. I'm officially fully vaccinated, y'all. Woo! Now let's see what else is out there as this world continues to improve. Yesterday, May 19th, was the day that at least New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut has a will now allow businesses to full at 100% capacity with your mask being optional. So that is a great news to hear and more of a reason why you should get vaccinated because you can live the best life you can live without it as long as you keep yourself safe and everyone safe around you by getting your vaccination. So who wouldn't want that as summer is right around the corner? Lots to do, lots to talk about, lots of fun in store indeed. Why is that? Because Dennis Biddy's on the podcast today. Who is he? Just one of the joyous, most kind souls in our world. And he used to cut my hair. Still my favorite barber of all time. And it was really great catching up with my buddy as we talked about him growing up in Boston and the highs and lows of that. His talent of spoken word poetry. We talk sports. We talk about him becoming a guardian at the young age of 16 for family. This man has lived quite a life already with lots of responsibilities, and he keeps striving and making us proud. Seriously, this is one of the more wholesome episodes of this podcast, and I can't wait to get into it right away. So let's do it. Dennis Biddy, it's your turn. Let's get to it. here ladies and gentlemen and people this guy has helped me through so much this guy has some of the greatest wisdom you will ever get in an individual this man right here is something else and fun fact he used to cut my hair back at school and to this day my very favorite barber i have not found somebody since well we found people close but no one with uh, this man's talent has helped me out in great conversation so this is an awesome moment right here. Everybody, Dennis Biddy is on the Productive Conversations podcast. Welcome, Dennis. Welcome, yeah, Biddy. What's good? How you guys doing? What's up? What's up? Dude. Thank you for having me, man. Mo, thank you for coming on. When you said yes to this, I was through the roof, bro, because I know <laughs> it's about to be a classic episode. But before we started everything, tell me, how have you been? How's uh, 2021 started? Oh, I guess, yeah, we're almost the midpoint, but um, how's the year crazy been so say. far? <laughs> I mean, it's been, you know, crazy just seeing all, all the crazy things going on in the world right now. But, um, you know, personally, I, I, I barely try to, you know, uh, just say negative things or, 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 you know, I just try to keep things positive, keep it pushing. I've been doing well, man. Um, I've been blessed for sure. So many, um, you know, ups have been coming you know of mm-hmm. course those downs have been coming but you know my, my blessings always outweigh those so uh everything's been going well bro how about you yeah for me the same thing counting blessings appreciate that we're here healthy and able to talk and besides that just try to grow the show try to grow my career just try to grow myself as a person <laughs> 
Nothing but, dude. That's so funny. You brought up the um, the haircut stuff, man. I yeah. Was, I was looking through my uh, Snapchat stories. Um, <laughs> you know how they always pop up. Right. And it was a couple of years ago. I, I did one of your recent haircuts. I was just like, oh, wow. Uh, dude. Memories, memories. Like I said, how found anybody sits with the uh, special signature? You really uh, amped up my confidence and amped up my, uh, you know, self from your talents there. Are you doing, are you still cutting hair, do that on the side or, you know, that, that, was, just a, that was just a, the college hustle, you know what I'm saying? Whatever <laughs> I have to do to, to get a couple of drinks at the end of the week, you know, <laughs> Fair but, enough. Um, no, no, no. But uh, I just cut my nephew's hair. You know, yeah. the, just little things like that. Um, it was more of just like a one way to get money and two, um, you know, it was kind of like a hobby. It was actually fun. Took me away from the distractions, you know, homework, rugby, right? Um, of course. Everything going on outside. Uh, it was just like a, a good half hour, 45 minutes to just chill. And, you know, it was, it was therapeutic is what I'm getting to. So, yeah, I do enjoy it. Yeah. And you were legit good at it. We've had so we all clients too. We've had Ali uh, recently, yeah, Ali Youssef yeah. here, and me. And I mean, That's my gonna, yeah, definitely. We should have a podcast the three of us. We can definitely make that work. That would be pretty cool. So yeah, I mean, you did really good at it, and um, it's nice. You still have those skills, you know. They're mm-hmm. not going away anyway, anytime soon or anywhere. What was like? the most fulfilling part getting after getting somebody shape up in or getting a, a cut together. What did it feel like? Um, I mean, that feeling of just seeing someone being like, whoo, you just, yeah. Me. Thank you. Um, especially like those Thursday nights, you know, everybody's trying to back in the day, go, go out to the, go out to the bar, grab a drink. Right. You know, homeboys, they're trying to get fresh. So they'll pull up like, yo, Biddy, you cutting? I'll be like, all right, yeah, I got, I got a little spot. Come in before I start, you know, pre-gaming. I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know if I can swear. <laughs> oh yeah. You can swear on this. My bad. My yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, so, so people come through and just that, smile on their face after you know they they just got cleaned up pretty sure any barber would say that but i'm not a barber i just got hair on the side <laughs> yeah back in school but um yeah i'd say that was that was very satisfying that's what i like to hear man and how i you told me the story before but for the people who haven't heard how did you get into that hobby what what made you decide to cut once if for all yeah, so, I mean, it started when I was younger, back in the day, you know, my, my dad, he would just be like, all right, just hook me up with the baldy, right? So <laughs> I used to just get the clippers and then just help him go down, you know, mm-hmm. cut the hair down. Um, and then from there, it was more of, uh, you know, just watching my barber cut hair and being like, oh, how did you fade that? Like, how did, how did you do this? How did you do mm-hmm. that? Um, and then just, you know, watching YouTube videos and beginning to try it out. Uh, myself sometimes i cut my own hair um just things like that and i don't know i just got really into it and once again it was just another hustle and i was like all right cool like i can make some money off of this right um i'm in college right yeah broke college student you know how it is get a couple of dollars and then um yeah it just kind of took off and I, I just continued it from there then also, that. you know, like um, I have some of my friends come over, you know, but that was never like, all right, I'm going to charge you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, just in the beginning when I was cutting, I'd be like, all right, let me just kind of practice. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Help me out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of them are cool with it. And, and um, it 
got to a point where it was just like, all right, you gotta give me something else. You know, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that fade is too clean. Like, hook a brother up. Um, Definitely. It, it yeah. just took off. Yeah. Uh, I definitely didn't uh, have any problem helping you out. You, like I said, you added <laughs> confidence, had it, and added just a nice swagger to it. And that's why we appreciate you for it. You know, one of the great other talents next to cutting hair, being a dope person, being an athlete with rugby. One of the things that um, really fascinates me in your skills is you doing spoken word poetry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. man. You've been uh, um, still keeping up with that. You've been... Uh, you know, right on the side. That is, that is my safe haven. That is what makes me appreciate the world and opens up my eyes and knows that life has meaning, right? Um, spoken word. Matter of fact, just poetry has always been there. Um, I was very, as I, you know, I was very secretive about it, right? Uh, all throughout. Uh, it started around younger days, middle school, um, mm-hmm. just like journaling. And then just seeing words on paper as, you know, as simple as it sound and being able to express yourself with no secrets, no one else could see what's going on. And just embracing that moment for yourself, you know, that that was something that was just for me, you know, Um, and growing up, it was never just for me. That was my only thing, right? I have my family from a young age, right? My, my niece and nephew, I took guardianship of them. I'm at 16 years old. So mm. there was never me time, you know what I'm saying? Um, of course, and, and, and growing up, that was my me time, right? Um, yeah. So with that being said, that's something that I've never, never really stopped and never will stop. Right. Something that uh, I really do appreciate and I love and glad that I, I got the opportunity to just be like, hey, Biddy, like get it together. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Just right. Um, I do be having word is block here from there. Right. Uh, I'll go like a month, couple months, three months without writing anything. And it's never just like, a, hey, um, let's write a poem today. Right. Mm-hmm. Or let's think of something cool to say outside of the box. Right. Either the worst or the best times in my life where I write the best. Um, yeah. That, that's always just been my secret. Long story short, yes, still writing. <laughs> Ain't going nowhere, never will go anywhere. Love that's that. what I like to hear. We all like to hear. <laughs> and I think that's what's cool about your, your, the process you were writing. Everyone has their own ways of um, dealing with challenges and stresses, especially in this era we're in right now in this pandemic. And it's the ultimate escape too, as you said, and I'm somebody who likes to write down a journal and doing this show is another way of a therapy for me. And also just showing the talents of these, of people just like you and showing that. And um, one of the cool things now we see people like um, Amanda Gorman, who wrote the inauguration poem, mm. and she also did the po- uh, poem the, before the Super Bowl. So we're seeing more people, um, more talented individuals show this light. And what do you think you could do to add on to that? In other ways, we can uh, see uh, your performances and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, just- Going back in the day, you filmed my first exactly. video, bro, you know, and it was super random. I, I think we were going to that baseball game, right? Yes, the Harvard uh, Yard Goats, and we went yeah, to the... Um, and I was just like, bro, 
I think it we, it happened with starting cutting hair, right? And then I was just yeah. like, yo, like you, you're you be doing filming and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah, I do a little something, something. I was like, I just made this poem, you know. I've actually like gotten confident with it to share it to the world. Like, yeah, you know, can you hook it up and just record me real quick? You just like, all right, memorize it. I was like, bro, I could do that right now. Right. And then we just got into it. We were walking exactly. through the parking lot, just parked, about to go to this baseball game. And I was like, yo, film me. And you're like, right now, let's let's do it. <laughs> and um, we were at a, what what's that um, place in, in Hartford? Something like a, the Yard Goat Stadium. And then no, they, the, the, where we filmed the seven, seven gates or something like that. Yeah. Where the seven gates that, that graffiti that park. Yeah, the graffiti yeah. park, mm-hmm. the skaters. Yep. Um, I think that that video came down from YouTube, but I, I still have it somewhere. Um, yeah, I still have it too. I actually think it's still on my personal one. Okay. And uh, yeah, and um, yeah, that's that was my first one. But um, going back to answering your question, uh, what could I do to continue spread that light? Yeah. Um, oh, what do you plan to do? What What do I plan to do? Continue mm-hmm. to write. You know, um, being that voice of reason for individuals, right? Uh, some of my friends who write, I have pen pal buddies, right? And oh, that's really sweet. little things like that, right? I, I do encourage people to, you know, get away from the cell phones, right? Get away mm-hmm. from the TV. Pen pal, write somebody, write somebody you've never met. You know, you have all these random followers on Snapchat, Instagram, mm-hmm, right? right? And it could just be on some cool stuff, like get to know someone um, and writing like how we used to do back in the day, just sending a quick message. It's just so different. Um, I have two pen pal buddies right now. Um, so with that being said, uh, just little things like that. So right, writing, pen pal, buddy stuff like that. Um, I'd say, uh, you know, uh, being a voice of reason, as I mentioned, right? If anybody comes over, they're just like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Give me your honest opinion, you know? Um, sometimes it's going to be like, yo, I think you could do way better than that. Or, yo, like, can you read that again? If you have a poet tell you, hey, can you read that again? That tells you, you just said some, you just said some shit that didn't process in their head, but they knew it was fire. You know what I'm saying? So um, you're just encouraging people that way. Um, giving them that honest feedback. Um going back to the old school ways, right? Things like that. Uh, but that's a great question. And I never really thought about that. Yeah. It's, it's, it shows that there's always an audience for it. It's always a true. form of expression and it, it's always productive. It goes a long way. I mean, the way you, you explain your pen pal situation is like what I do with this show. It's no matter what we talk about, there's always something to get out of it. There's always right. a productive conversation. Right. And that's like you in a productive performance, productive reading or, and stuff like that. It's, that's why you and me are alike in that sense. And by the way, I just put um, the video up again. I made for you. Tomorrow's another day. One of your okay. classics. I just put All it, right. I just re um, uploaded really quick and made it public again. So go to productive conversations, podcast slash Matt Brown, <laughs> and you will see the video. It does post it up right now. So you can see. All some right, so is it uh, is public on YouTube? Yep, tomorrow's another day. All right, dope, dope. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on my Instagram too. <laughs> Excellent. So, like I said, either go to Matt Brown, uh, Matt Brown's YouTube channel, Matt Brown Me, or Productive Conversations Podcast. Uh, it's going to be on both spots, which are named the same. So, 
that's another great thing about you. I mean, just showcasing the talents. And was there ever a time where you felt some writer's block while creating some work as, you know, all the great writers have, but when you are writing something and you're stuck on whether an idea or an ending to your poetry, what do you do to get out of that writer's block and uh, keep the juices flowing, make your ideas keep growing? I mean, for everybody, I, I want to speak for everyone, uh, but I, I could speak for myself for sure. Usually when I get to that point is because I can't get over the hurt. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, like I told you, my best poetry comes, my you know, personal beliefs of my best poetry comes mm -hmm. when I'm in the, you know, having the best time of my life or having the worst time of my life. Um, and it could hurt sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a little bit of a helpless romantic, right? So some of my poets, poetry, uh, poems I used to write back in the day were a lot about like, you know, little fun love stories, right? Uh, <laughs> where your boy, you know, he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, so with that Early heartbreak. Like, Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you got hurt sometimes. Um, but, you know, that that pause that I go through, um, it's sometimes it's just a thing of, all right, you know, wake the fuck up. Yeah. Look at yourself in the mirror, smack your face real quick, be like, all right, get through that. Uh, and, and most of the time I will finish up that poem or I'm going to just leave it as is because when I read it again, I'm going to go back to that place and I'm going to remember yeah. why it stopped there. Um, and then, you know, it wasn't always just love poems, right? Um, they were, you know, what, what hurt the most was being the truest and honest with myself in, in writing about my upbringing or you know, yeah. some of the, the worst things that personally have gone bad in my life right mm -hmm. um i got a lot of writer's block from from those kind of poems as well and i'd say the most writer's block came from those kind of poems just because mm -hmm. of you know reliving it and in and going through that that motion once again um but it's just one of those things you know just give yourself a little smack on the face and say hey pen right pen right you know do something and uh eventually like i said you, you either write through it or you just leave it as is and you just talk about it yeah day, right I, mother. oh yeah. I, dude i <laughs> like i'm not just saying this because you're here but um not we're not brown nose or anything but i really think about what you say all the time tomorrow is another day like like dude um comes back from um from, from high school actually um my mom is literally my my superhero, right? You mm -hmm. could want you to think of the impossible right now. My mom could do that shit. Right? Yeah. So with that being said, right, um, I ended up getting a scholarship to go to a Catholic high school mm -hmm. on, you know, uh, the other side, right? We used to call it the other side, right? Growing up where I grew up in the city of Boston, it was kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? It was a certain reason why my mom would say, all right, you know, um, if you're walking back and then it's dark out, you walk in the middle of the street. You don't walk on the sidewalks, right? Because mm -hmm. you need time to react in case. Yeah. Don't keep your headphones on on the train. You need to be able to hear and, and be observant of your surroundings, right? Don't be walking, you know, with your hood on at, at night also because, you know, you don't want cops to think the worst of you. Unfortunately, that's, that's nice. just how it was. That's how I grew up. And, you know, I, I took my mom's advice and luckily I did, right? Um, but 
going back to my original saving um, you know, I got that scholarship to go to high school. Uh, went to a Catholic high school called Maddenau High School. And um, it was on the other side of town, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So going more to that uh, suburban white area, right? Yep. Predominantly white area. Um, more privilege and, over there. Yeah, I think I was like one of maybe 15, 16 minorities, you know, black students in that school. And then with that being said, it was, it, it was, uh, it was a little different, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was just the other side of town. I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah. Um, but I met a lot of cool people, man. You know, it, it obviously you, you, you know, people always say, Hey, you don't see color, but people see color, you know what Definitely. I'm saying? Um, but then it's all, it's just getting to know someone for who they are. Don't judge a book by their cover, right? Really understanding who they are. Um, and by doing that, I, I used to have uh, to get up at like five in the morning. I would take a bus. Even in high school. Yeah, yeah, five in the morning because um, I didn't have my car yet. This was like you know freshman sophomore year. So get up like five in the morning. Um, I take a bus. Then I'll take two trains, and then one more bus to get to my school. And there was a point where I was just like, ma. I literally like, you know, I don't be swearing around my mom, you know, she, mm-hmm. she, she, she making, she Caribbean, so <laughs> like the shit out of me. I'd be like, but yeah. there was the first time I, I swore in front of my mom. I was like, ma, fuck this shit. And she's like, what? She was like, listen, son, you better wake up. You better smell the coffee. Cause tomorrow's just going to be another day. Right. <laughs> and that's what stuck with me, man. It was just one of those things of, I was at my point uh, of, of quitting a great opportunity to lead me to where I am now. And if it wasn't for those words of my mom making me see the obvious, we all see the obvious. It's just like those people, right? That when it's snowing outside, there's always somebody that says, oh, it's snowing outside, right? <laughs> oh, it's raining outside. And then you go outside and you're just like, oh shit, it actually is snowing. It actually is raining why didn't you believe that when you first heard it from that person? Right. So that was my mom. My mom was that person. But then that whole train ride, that whole bus ride was me actually realizing the simpleness she was speaking. Tomorrow is another day. I will get through this. Um, and, And that's where that poem derives from. It was just a lot of, me being blatantly honest of the worst that I experienced, right? You know, I talked about um, you can't write, you can't wear a Raiders hat down the Ave, or you might get stabbed in the left arm. That was one of my first poems, you know. Mm. After hearing that, people would be like, "Hey, can I see your arm?" And then you know, you'll see it. Yeah, stabbed in my left arm. But you know, you can't wear a Raiders hat, right? I was a big fan of Easy E, man, and like yep. you, know, uh, you know, coming up and you know how they always used to wear the the Oakland. The oh yeah, NWA back um, then, Ice Cube, exactly, MC exactly. Ren, Dr. Dre. Right, right, and so there was a lot of like inner city, like uh, just gang violence going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of um, tension. Yeah, yeah, a lot of tension, and you look at me, right? A lot of people would either say, "Oh, he looked black," or "Oh, he looked Hispanic." And uh, it, it's it's kind of true, you know, black before anything, right? You see my mm-hmm. mom, you know, black as ever, right? Um, 
And then you see my dad, he's a little bit darker than me, but, you know, um, born and raised in Honduras, right? Speaks Spanish, right? So I picked that up too. Um, so I have, have both cultures within me, but, you know, of course, Black before anything. And um, I, I remember I was upset one day. I went down to, I, I don't remember what for. This is when I was younger, right mm-hmm. before high school. And then to go play basketball, I was wearing that Raiders hat. A lot of people don't know this, but in it's inner city Boston, a lot of what we call like groups, right? Not yeah. official gangs, but groups and gangs would, would represent themselves with certain hats, right? Or certain like um, jerseys, right? But always mm-hmm. like sports related, you know what I'm saying? And that Raiders hat I was wearing was not supposed to be worn in that basketball park. And oh, that's where yeah. that, that happened. Um, and then... Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I talked about, you know, you you can't wear certain sneakers or you'll walk barefoot that day. You know, the mm-hmm. one day I didn't listen to what my mom said, I was wearing head, headphones walking home and then, yeah, got jumped for some sneakers. Um, and then that's why I wrote, I know I, I, woke, I walked barefoot that day. Um, and there's another verse where I say, you know, you, you can't really, you know, when you come back, you on your block, right? You, you mm-hmm. know, everybody called you college boy, right? Or, or, or the kid with the uniform, right? Because I, I got the opportunity to go to a private school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you was never, you know, they forgot your name. You wasn't Biddy no more. You was a college boy, mm-hmm. you know? Or, or, or you was um homeboy that goes to school on the other side. Um, And, yeah, so so I, I talk about a lot of real in that poem, if you really break it down. Um, but I'm, I'm not the one to, to really say what it's about unless you ask me, you know, kind of like what's going on now. But <laughs> if you break it down, everything's real in there. Yeah, everything is is, is is true. And that was my first poem that I let out publicly and was just like, you know what, fuck it. Whatever happens, happens. This is me and I know this is me. And that's about it, yeah. <laughs> and we're really happy that you shared it. And thank you for your bravery and sure, sharing your sure. story as well. That's, that's really something else, Biddy. And we... And I'm just so happy you were able to overcome it and not have any cynicism, too, because you I'm sure there's plenty of people who are in your position and, you know, they feel like the world's out to get them. I don't know if you ever felt that at some point. It doesn't seem you didn't. But when all these things were happening to you at the moment, how are you feeling? Did you feel like, oh, this is what life is? This is the position I have to deal and overcome. Like, what were some of the emotions while all these insanely traumatic things were happening to you? I think it all came down to, yes, there was a lot of anger within me for sure. You know, I can't hide that. But thankfully, I just have this this reset switch somewhere within my body that yeah. just never allows me to go past E, you know? Um, I, I have a lot of people that I, I, I've known, thro- known throughout my years and people that are very close to me now who don't have that, you know? And it's people dearly close to me that I love to the bottom of my heart. And, you know, it's a, it's a thing and a remembrance of if you allow yourself to do this, how are you going to be able to help those? who actually need you. Yeah. I feel like if I go below E, right, and get to that point, I'm being selfish. So it's not a possibility. You cannot do that, you know? 
And um, thankfully, I haven't gone that low, but I, I did feel like a, a, a lot of anger, a lot of it. And it was just, as I mentioned, there's those people that I feel like would always need me more the next day. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, as I talked about becoming a guardian for my niece and nephew at 16, that changed my life, man. You know, yeah. when that happened, it was just like, you don't even think about negative shit anymore. You don't because you don't have time for that. And it's, it's what I learned now as toxic positivity, right? I, yeah. I've been, you know, reading a lot um, and educating myself on, you know, mental health and, and stuff like that. And a lot of it is, it, it's toxic positivity, but, you know, I can't really front and say, you know, uh, I just don't know how else to think. And um, yeah, so that's how I got uh, able to, you know, overcome a lot of those things uh, and, and and be able to to, to see the positive and, and everything, right? Oh, yeah. How, how worse it is, or how bad it is. And, you know, you're someone, it seems like you're able, and thank God you're able to use this energy towards your expression through poetry and you and you and gaining being coming wiser too. That's what I really get the gist from this. And that's why we appreciate just your awesome con demeanor because you've lived a lot of life so far. Do you feel that's accurate? Yeah. Um, and I've always challenged myself to do the things that I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do. And I, yeah. that has taught me so much. And I'm talking the simple things, man. I've learned so much from things simple as, you know, um, luckily I'm able to do this, right? You know, one of my best friends, um, he has a boat, just going out in the water and mm -hmm. just taking that in. You open up your mind so much, um, you know, for, for those who don't have the opportunity to go to a boat, you know, go on a boat, go on a hike, go on a hike. Nature, 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 nature teaches you so much, right? Um, but just escaping away from all the craziness, going into an, an area of complete silence and just really observing that beauty, right? That, that, that God put here for us. Yeah. That is where all of that wisdom comes from. Because you can't really think without clearing your mind. Right. Yep. And if your, your your mind is just so compact, you're not going to be able to become wiser. You got to debrief. You got to let go. You got to wash it all out. Right. You got to hit that restart button. And um, by doing that, you know, that's where all the, you know, I guess you could say wisdom comes from and hanging out with old people. Old people are dope. I love old people. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Talking, I'm talking like 40 plus old people i love it the, the funniest you know dopest people ever but uh you know uh, stuff like that and kids you know of kids my niece and nephew the smartest people i have ever met for really? example you know um remember picking up my my niece and nephew one day from school and it had just rained and uh there was a little uh like just little splashes of water on the ground, right? And the puddles, right? And we were mm -hmm. just like, all right. It's like, hey, you know, let's walk around it. And then there was just a bird 
couple birds just like playing in the water. And my nephew goes, hey, Uncle Dennis. I was just like, what? He's like, look, aren't those birds so beautiful? And we took a second and we looked at the birds for like two minutes and it was just like, wow. Thank you for teaching me that. Thank you for teaching me the obvious, right? Um, kids are amazing. They're so intelligent. And God bless them for that. And then they <laughs> can yeah, appreciate that the, the, in exactly. time too, and especially in a world where, as you mentioned, phones taking us over and likes and social media and stuff. Now, one thing I, uh, I'd like to ask Biddy, and you know, you don't have to go into the story because I understand it's personal, but I just want to focus on the lessons that you've gained, you've gained since becoming the guardian for your niece and nephew. Like, like I said, you don't have to go to the story of what put you in the position. Cause I understand that's personal. But I just want to know about like the lessons learned since that day that you um, took on that responsibility. When I took on the responsibility, I didn't know what I was really going to about to get into, mm-hmm. um, you know, but not going super into it. Uh, you know, it's just a, a thing of, I see, you know, what my parents did for me, mm-hmm. start there. And I guess it was just a, meant to happen in a sense, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know how to degra- describe it. I never thought about this, man. And that's a great mm-hmm. question. You caught me there. Um, I've just learned so much. Just yeah, learned. just something happened in life I to put you in that position. Yeah, I, I, I know I know that I can overcome adversity for sure. You know? That's what um, Shout out to my boy, Adversity, right? Yes, uh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, just, just being able to, maybe that's why I'm able to do some of those things and not fully go to empty, right? Maybe... Yeah that's that's part of it that's that's i i don't know man it's just so many so many lessons i'm much more appreciative you know um learn to deal with my money a lot more right and i think the biggest lesson i've learned is i don't get my happiness from myself i get my happiness from others what i'm doing right now this is just making me so blessed and and happy right you know you hit me up you just like yo biddy you want to do this like just connecting with an old friend like little Mm -hmm. things like that seeing that you're you're doing well you're smiling you're doing well right now you're great that makes me super happy you know um seeing my 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 nephew and my niece smile right uh this i don't know how to describe it i don't know man I guess it's just one of those things when, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, no, no, no. Go for it. I was just saying like sometimes in life, you know, it is true when people say, when we have a plan, then God laughs. I really believe that, you know, whether you believe in God or not, but I I'm someone who does. And, you know, whether we'll just say for life as well, for um, people, if you feel that's more of a life thing, but all in all, I think it just really tests us. And, you know, whether it's life or God that gives us, you know, there's his strongest people, the biggest responsibilities and, you know, take it for granted and don't question it either. You just, it's just time. You just have to do it. It's, you know, you you're on cause it's your time and it's up to you to do what you want now. And, you know, some people are up for the challenge. Some people aren't, but the ones who are, we 
appreciate them for every sense of the way. And then you have to do your genuine self and be the role model for the people you're looking after as well. And we'll just have a better, better place in world for it. And yeah, that's really yeah. been, been reflecting that a lot in the pandemic too. And just really getting into this craft and like reading more and doing all walks of life too. It's, it's really, it's really inspiring that I understand this world really is a messed up place. It really is, but you really can overcome even the worst in it. And yeah, there are people who are born in different spots in life. You know, who's that quote that said George H.W. Bush, he said, you were born on third base already. And so people are, but you can't really be mad about that. It's really playing with the cards you dealt with, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just you. What you got is what you got, right? And you just got to know how to manage it and, and how to deal with it. Um, but that doesn't mean even if you started off with the worst, you can't go to the top. You can't achieve the goals you want. You just got to be able to focus and, and keep that clear mind, right? It's those little things that help you out. You got to find your peace. You have to find your happiness. Um, you have to find your love. You have to love yourself. Doing these little things prepare you for so, so much, right? And I just can't wait to learn what I'm going to learn tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah. I can't. It's, it's exciting, right? And um, just always remembering that there is a positive in every negative and there is a negative in every positive. It's continuing to be humble, right? Even if the best thing in the world happens to you today, remember that tomorrow's another day for sure, right? Exactly. And then, you know, that best thing in the world could be something that ends up being the worst thing in the world. You know That's what I'm true. saying? You, you just don't know. Um, but taking a chance, right? Live once, YOLO, right? And Absolutely. Of course, of course, of just, you know, sticking to you and, and being you. And we will overcome it even in these worst times. And even when you do win, don't forget who helped put you there. Exactly. And you appreciate that. And you have to pass it on. Like, that's one thing I really want to instill. And want to really put in my part of life too is passing it on as well and sharing the wealth. And we will make this world with a lot of headaches and tension, whether through politics or through other means, we can still love this life for what it is. And having these platforms and ways to do it, whether the mics are on or off, we're still giving that help in hand and showing what's the best parts of life, you know? Continuing yeah. to have that student mentality to be able to say, all right, you know, I don't know this, but I want to learn, you know, little things like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, one of the things I've really taken it to is just wanting to learn and wanting to connect. And there's all, so it's contagious too. We always can learn something every day, be productive with it. And we thank and appreciate people like you. And we're blessed to have you on the show as well, Vinny. Thank you for your kind words before. So, I'm so, so glad to be here for sure. <laughs> oh man, this is great. What, always fulfilling biddy always fulfilling and thank you for sharing that wisdom truly <laughs> let's switch some other things let's talk about the we talk about the fun the special things in life let's talk about the real funny stuff now biddy you are one of the greatest at celebrating life <laughs> so much culture so much fun 
Biddy, it's getting warmer. One of the things to talk about that we could overcome was this pandemic. Who would have thought we got this far a year ago? With the vaccinations and shouts to our healthcare workers who got us to this point, the people yes, in thank science thank who you. got us through here, the entertainers and artists who helped us manage to get through. Everyone did their part in helping us. And thank you for that. And now with that, and there's a whole life to celebrate again as we are getting ready to get back with this summer 2021. Biddy, talk to me hypothetically. If you money, there's no money aside. You are unlimited. You have a bottomless wallet, unlimited cash. How do you, if you could choose to have just the most fun weekend, what are you doing, man? I have all the people around me that, you know, have been with me since day one. People Mm -hmm. I love for sure. I want to enjoy that moment with those uh, individuals. Um, What am I going to do? Yeah. Summer Fried wings don't even. What? Eat. 
<laughs> Listen to me, bro. You got to go to the Talk South to and have some smoked wings. It is different. Mm. I had um, Technically healthier too, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> I had uh, some, some brisket. That was mm. mouth-watering. Yeah. Mac and cheese was fire. Had some cornbread. I was, I was living. Some, it was jalapeno cornbread. Jalapeno cornbread. Yes. I love me some cornbread. I love yeah, Boston Market fire. cornbread. It was fire. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is very true. Um, but it was just uh, a great time. Um, my little cousin was just born, so I got it. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, little Jordan and uh, Jari. Love you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to see them. Uh, you know, visit some family. Um, and you know, got to introduce my girlfriend to to some of my family too, which was really nice. Um, that must have been awesome. Yeah, it really was. And um, I'm always doing like little trips around New England too. Um, you know, like Rhode Island, like going to Maine, New Hampshire, like uh, little places like that. I went to Vermont. Uh, took my niece and nephew there on a little uh, getaway snow cabin kind of weekend. It was really fun. It was really fun. We had like a hot tub too, right by the mountains. Like, That's oh, what I like to hear. So cool. You know, nice like, and chilling yeah. as best as you can. Exactly. Just just giving them the opportunity to do the thing. Like. <laughs> where, where else have I gone? Uh, I was in Savannah, Georgia for a little bit. Mm, I heard nice for other, a nice, excuse, <laughs> another nice fun place to go. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. I had my mask off from over there a little bit, but you know we're good. We we vaccinated out here. Exactly. That exactly. was cool. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I, I, I'm going to Orlando. Oh, Chicago. You know, I went to see one of my best friends down there. He's playing with the Bears now. You know, shout out. Played, who who who's this? Uh, his name's Bedard Traore. Uh, it's one of my homeboys from from growing up. I went to go visit him um, before he he got back into the season. So look that at that. Really cool. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the homie over there. Um, and then uh, yeah, I'm going to Orlando next month, so that's gonna be cool. Um, oh, we going to Disney World or um? Or no, it's Universal. I don't even know. My my girlfriend and her her family planned it. They invited okay. me. Uh, they asked me if I wanted to like swim with dolphins. I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to swim with some dolphins. You know, poor dolphin. You know, <laughs> but like, I, I don't want to put a dolphin through that. You know, I'm a big boy. You know, like, I'm not gonna have a good time. Just, hey, maybe they, they they appreciate the good vibes you give them. I'm from Boston. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not supposed to be touching no dolphins. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you know, I was good on that. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we're going down there. I think we're going to go to, like, something that, like, NASA-related. Okay, cool. I think there's something NASA-related. Just a little couple of days getaway, and then... Um, Appreciate that part of life yeah, in the country. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend and I are planning our, our one-year anniversary. We're probably going to go to the DR. We're thinking... Now that's... But um, I like so, to hear also. Check the Insta stories for those. You know, definitely. definitely. What's your Instagram definitely. handle? Uh, what is it? Is it Savaggio underscore? So S A V A I G O underscore. All right. Like, great follow, by the way. Great follow. <laughs> Get a test. So, out here, join the life, join the family, seeing things, seeing the other food as well. Let me ask you, Biddy, in a regular, like, 
Friday night summer setting. The bars are safe. They're safe that you could go dance again, which is what we're all craving for. Biddy, talk to me. What music do you want playing when you break it down? Ooh, I want some soca. I want some mm. reggae. I want to feel like I'm in my auntie's backyard. Okay. And mm-hmm. she comes up to me and she's like, Dennis, you eat? You know, I want to feel that vibe again. Yes. So I, I want to feel some reggaeton, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want no top 40 bullshit. No, Give no. Give me that and then mix it in with some EDM. No. Bring me back to the island, you know, give me that vibe, that Caribbean vibe. And then, of course, you know, give me some reggaeton in there. I'm trying to hear a little Bad Bunny. Um, Dude, Bad Bunny's had two albums, or technically yeah. three albums since the pandemic started. He's and we fired, all need to appreciate he's, he's that. Fired. He's fine. He's been doing some great things, you know. Oh, I love Bad Bunny. He's turned I, I to my favorite some, artist. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear some, some bachata, too. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, I yeah. That one, two, three, four. Hey. <laughs> I need some of that. Um, some salsa music would be nice. I, I can't really dance salsa, but I can make you believe I dance salsa. You know what I'm That's, saying? Like, it's all about the confidence. I can do the, the, the motions, right? And, and then the head swirls, and then they'll be like, oh, he's killing it. But meanwhile, yeah. my footwork is horrible. You know, but I, I keep the attention up here. Just make you believe it. It's all about the look, you know. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> but salsa music is different, man. That rhythm is just like mm-hmm. you just gotta move. Uh, so Get that suavemente out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some suavemente would be fire. Um, yeah, but that's what I would love to to, to go back to to hear. Love that type of vibe for sure. Oh, yeah. Like you said, like also the Latin trap that's been growing from you, as you mentioned, your Bad yeah. Bunnies, your J Balvin's, your A.N. Wild, uh, your, um, um, you know, Romeo Santos, uh, Priscilla, uh, yeah, we, we got, Ozuna. We got, yeah, yeah, we got, we got a lot of hot artists right now, man. It, it's awesome seeing that with Caribbean music, and it shows that music is music. Now we have lyrics. Well, in this case, in Spanish or lyrics in other languages, it just shows if you have bops, you will have people dance too. I mean, music is just an international language. You know? Yes. You see back in the day, Michael Jackson go to China and sell out show. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think actually understand what he was saying? <laughs> right? Not many, not or, a lot. Not many, but they were vibing with the motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. Because that rhythm just slaps, you know? It, it's just, it's different, right? Um, people can can feel that that rhythm, you know? Of course, they, they'd love him for his dancing and stuff too, but that rhythm, it, it, it speaks to you. It's literally vibrations going through, you know, your energy waves and it's just hitting you. It's making you move. Right. That's why when I when I go out and, and I see people dance and, you know, some people may be like, oh, what the fuck is he doing? You know, I'm just like, OK, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to move your arm, move your fucking arm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, be happy they're not in the corner either. Exactly. Be happy they're giving exactly. life. They're it's life that has to be good. They are being free. And what's doing that is the environment and that music that's being placed, you know? Um, so I, I love music. Music is one of my escapes for sure. <laughs> I have no shame of it, too. I'm probably on some Snapchat stories or is it stories of, you know, living my best life. Like, I really do live when they say dance like no one's watching, even to this day, right before the pandemic, we said, all right, I got it. They're about to play Megan the Stallion, dance like no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs> and we're about to say, you know, who, who cares? Right? Yeah, that's They're the thing. Who cares time. anymore? 
you're having a great time and you know your body's telling you to move you move okay 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 that's what i'm that's what we like and we and we just love the encouraging people too and you of know course, of course you know the maya angelo line you won't remember what people will say you don't remember what they did but you always remember how people made you feel and that's the best times when we make people feel good especially mm-hmm. in this world we live in mm-hmm. that is a fact mm-hmm. Always doing your thing, and uh, man, I can't wait. You're getting me hyped, man. This warm weather. Oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait to. I, I want to, you know, continue that traveling for sure. Um, I want to be able to go to uh, New Hampshire. Uh, New Hampshire has a beautiful scenery for some hikes. Oh yeah. You know, for anybody in the New England area, uh, look up to New Hampshire. They have some like natural water spring areas too. Um, you can catch some waterfalls down. There. Take in that. Fresh you don't really air. see that around here, but you know, if you if you drive to it in the boondock somewhere, you might not have service warning. But you know, <laughs> it, it, it'll be worth it if you come back. You know, <laughs> yeah. You just need the phone for the. You just need the exactly. phone for the picture. Exactly. I, I say just go go to squad. Go to squad. Bring one phone just in case. But other than that, you don't even need phones, right? You know, keep that phone for an emergency or, uh, you know, just, just find your way back or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, for sure looking forward to, to, to getting away with that hot weather coming there. And appreciating the light, the fresh air that we that we are lucky to have for it. You know, there's one last thing with, with the music and dancing, Biddy, is, um, you know what I really, I just love throwbacks. I love throwbacks. Throwbacks. Throwbacks, they just hit the soul. They just, they just hit you. Yes, whether hip-hop throwbacks, rock, pop, any genre throwbacks. It's nothing like some 90s R&B, though. Yes. But you got to be careful where you play it, though, because <laughs> it, it, it speaks for itself. But, you know, 90s R&B is just whew, early 2000s, too. Oh, you know, yes. You, can't, you cannot replicate that. Who, right? You cannot. Replicate. Who would you love to be? Who would you love to hear once you're out of dance from, from that? Whether it's like some Fugees or some, you know, early Usher. Who, who are some of these R&B artists that you would love to hear? Especially as we come back to the dance floor. I'm on the dance floor, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm feeling myself with my girl. Yeah. Uh, play play some Tank, right? Woo. Tank. Tank. Or right, so play some um, some Neo. Neo. <laughs> Neo would be fire. Get the Neo hat. Bring the Neo hat. Bring the Woo. Neo fedora. Neo, Neo's, he's... <laughs> <laughs> His music is dangerous, I should say. Dangerous. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But it definitely is a vibe. You know, I, I definitely do appreciate it. Oh, yeah. You know what's even some great vibes, too? Like, some late, like, dancing, like, disco 70s music. We're talking, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire or the Bee Gees. Mm-hmm. Those bits hit. And if you're in the right, if you're, if everyone's in the right mood with that and that music comes on, people will still break down. <laughs> That is very true. You know, there are some songs where you just, you don't even remember where you first heard it or even if it was with your parents or whatever it is, but when you hear it, you just move and you're just like, and you know every word, right? You know, it's it's one of those things, man. Um, that, that's, once again, like what we're talking about, it just does that to you. It does that to you. <laughs> and you, and no shame for that, man. And, you know, 
one thing the song when it comes to music, like what are some of the realest songs you've ever heard where no matter what the genre is, but you heard the song and you're like, I felt that. What are some of those songs for you? Tupac changes. Mm. That's a great one. Keep your head up to another Tupac First, song like that. Gotta keep your head up. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Tupac changes. It's, I don't know. It's still relevant. <laughs> yeah. And I think even, you know, if I get the opportunity one day, my kids and they're my age right now, it is going to still be relevant. Definitely. So that song really hits home for sure. Um, you know, there's just so many. Uh, I don't know. Oh. I, I got a couple of songs that, you know, that I just, I listen to it and I'm just, I'm in the groove, you know. Some of them are just for just like, you know, the the, the instrumental, right? Mm-hmm. The sound waves just, just hit me. Um, and some are just like, wow, these, these words are crazy. You know what's crazy about Tupac Biddy? You know, he sadly was killed at 26, or no, 25 he was killed. And that's around our age. Like, isn't it crazy the impact he made in the, his time on Earth? Scary. It's scary. Um, and once again, it's just one of those things that really make you realize, hey, um, today, like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Right? Um, thank you. Life, right? Thank you for giving me another day, uh, Absolutely. another opportunity uh, to embrace it. So, you know, th- those bad days too. Just think about exactly what you said, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's just you, you're still here. You're still able to function. You're still able to have this opportunity. Um, and you know, that's just one of those simple things, right? That you just mentioned. Um, that that goes so far that speak volumes. Uh, so that that is a fact, and I, I 100% agree with you with it. Definitely, and it it just shows that great lessons and great people are timeless and the lessons you keep passing on will never die too. And it just shows with the great impact Mr. Tupac Shakur will continue to have on us. And you know what also some, I'm sorry, you say? No, I was going to say like, what, what are some songs for you? You know, what's the first song that comes to mind where you're just like, damn, this speaks to me. I'm interested to hear what you say. I'll say, you know, I was hearing it today was ghetto boys mind playing tricks on me. And as we were talking about how much you appreciate life, we do have to have challenging days to get us there. And then sometimes, you know, like, you know, get the ghetto boys were saying, um, you know, I stick and I, t- I was tossing, I turn, I've like so much anxiety that happens and it's all about, you know, everyone goes through it. Everyone needs to take that deep breath and you will pass it. And that song really comes to my head right away. I really love a tribe called Quest and I really like um, excursions, uh, jazz, like that whole album. I can't, I, I should know the name of it, but um, you know, uh, uh, if you don't mind, a tribe. Called, I'm just getting that album really quick, and um, some of those songs really speak to me. And I think that it was very raw, using like jet, combining jazz and uh, the, and you know excellent rhymes there. By the way, the studio albums, the low end theory. So those are the songs that really stick to me. And another one that um, 
that uh really st- that also um really makes me say wow is a uh, led zeppelin stairway to heaven i think that really is so profound and very poetic and like so many people interpret the lyrics in so many different ways but i find that a real song and then also my absolute favorite song in this world not to sound morbid but i hope it's the last thing i hear before i leave this earth is childish gambino's feels like summer yes the lyrics are so deep it survived though it survived yeah you feel that and you're in summer i can be you know in boston negative degrees and i play that i am warm (laughs) oh yes i am warm i feel warm i Mm -hmm. I think for me if it was you know like my last couple of seconds i have a favorite song I think I would play Bob Marley is this love. Yeah. One love, dude. Love. Three little birds. Yo. I mean, I, I, is I this love? Happily. Is this love? I, I, I would die. That's, that's yeah. a vibe. Is this love? That you know, I'm putting that. That is one of the real songs <laughs> ever. Because like it is. you find the one, you Ooh. don't you is this love that I'm feeling, you know? And, and, and it's, it's it's speaking so much. It's I don't even it's not just about that, right? It's Bob Marley was just an individual that was so in tuned with himself, with the yeah. world, that his simplicity spoke so much, right? Is this love, is this love? And him continuing to say that, I think each time he said it, he was talking about a different event, right? You know, this hate that's going on in the world at that time, is this love, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was that significant other. Is this love? You know what I'm saying? Um, I think he was just asking what really was love if I can feel so many positives and so many negatives at the same time, you know? I think that's where he was coming from. Um, but that, that would be, a, if he was still here today, I would love to ask him that. Like, what, what do you really mean every time he said, is this love? Right, um, but the 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 vibe and, and the rhythm of the song, the the beat spoke too. It was just talking with him, right? If you really listen to that instrumental and that that band playing live, oh yeah, it's the whalers with him, right? Um, but you know that that's I don't mean to get too too into it, but I, I love my boy Marley. Man. Hey, no, we encourage it, man. <laughs> I pay the fee for Zoom for as long as you want. So it's me and two, trust me. I encourage it. And yeah, I think, you know, Bob Marley's last words were money can't buy love. And I think the music just shows it all all along. And we just appreciate having those musicians there. And um, we just appreciate songwriters like that. And if you don't mind, just just quickly, three more, just three three more artists. And then I'm fulfilled with the realest artists. Okay. Um, my turn up artists, I could give you that, right? Like once the clubs is open again or oh, yes, yes, yes. I want to hear some like crazy shit. John, man. I've connected so much with St. John recently. St. John. And, yeah, you know, he's do you, do you familiar with St. John? I've heard the name, but I he's haven't heard St. Roses. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, really? That's it. Yeah, but his other music, like <sighs> Trophies is a dope song. I could fucking tell is probably my favorite song by him. Um, 94 Bentley. Um, 
94 minutes. <laughs> 94 belly. That's it's just a bump. It's like it reminds me of just chilling, you know, with the homies back in the day and just, you know, young. Yeah, yeah. Blasting the speakers and not giving a fuck about anything. Oh, okay. Now I know who this guy is. I can't play it here because then YouTube takes off the thing, but um <laughs> definitely, yeah, yeah. Listen to some St. John. And he sings that sucks to be you. <laughs> I love you. That song too. Um, I don't know. I connect. I know the song with little baby too. Yeah, I trap, I trap. Mm. Um, that's one. Uh, ooh, burner boy. We've <laughs> putting out some music, man. Um, I really connect with burner boy too. Uh, if I have to give you one last. One last artist. You're just asking all the tough questions today, huh? You're always having fun One with it. <laughs> oh, I can never take it away. When in doubt, play some big. I'm sorry. What was that? Play some who? I said play some Biggie. Biggie Small. Oh, duh. Play some Biggie. Play some Biggie. Um, Whether Juicy or Hypnotize or Big Papa. Oh, he man. just got he just got a song for everything, you know. And Dude, Big Papa is one of those songs that automatically put a specific memory. And I, and I love them those raw instrumentals too, man. Yeah, like going back to it, I, I, I love that. Before they had Logic and everything, and you just had to <laughs> just. Cut up so everything to together. It. So you have to scratch everything and just just put it together. You know, you was really cooking over there, right? I yeah, know. and that's why I really I like the. I love '90s rap a lot. As I mentioned, Tribe and Beastie Boys, Biggie, Tupac, Snoop Dogg. You mentioned N.W.A. All these like raw music emotions, and you know, the only other two artists I think bring that kind of vibe. I was going to say the other two artists that um, are some of the realest songs I've got is Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. We're dying for a Kendrick album. It's all LeBron was asking for Kendrick to come out of a hiatus. And with a combination of songs to turn up, I mean, you could get with, if you're hearing King Kunta, um, you're bouncing around. Or if you hear a song like Lust or Love, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, I feel that. I know what, exactly what he's saying. And you know, it's another one is uh, old Kanye, too. Oh, Kanye, you can't even, listen, besides all, take away the craziness from Kanye. Actually, no, fuck it. Keep the craziness from yeah, Kanye. that's what you I'm what? saying. Keep it. It's him. Kanye is a musical genius. Yes. You cannot take it away from that man. Like I said, you know, he, he has his fuckery. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. He is a musical genius. He understands and he can see, he can hear things other people cannot. Yeah, he's not a dumb person. Respect, you have to respect that, you know. Um, but going going back to what you were saying, I, I think you know, I definitely give it out to Kendrick J. Cole. Those are like some of, if not the greatest rappers right now, right? Of course, it's all. I can agree with based. that. It's all opinion based, but to me, they are some of the artists that actually, in my opinion, rap. Yeah, know, that's another thing too. Fit. Right, and they have bars, you know what I'm saying. But this is again all opinion based. Um, but the artists I mentioned too, I say them because it's just I could feel that energy. It connects with me. Oh yeah, you know? and it's not always just the lyrics. Energy it's plus connection. It is the sound. So you know, I, I can mention so many other dope artists. You know, um, but it's I just love like, me. 
what really connects with you? What yeah. could you feel and be like, wow? And Play have some again. fun with it. Yeah. Khalid, you know, he, he, he's oh, yeah. I like Khalid. I could play Khalid location for a week and not get tired of it. I could play Khalid and the Kendrick song for Black Panther on the ways <laughs> all the time. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's just certain songs that you can listen to all the time and you won't get tired of it. Right? Well, one of my favorite things from Khalid is there's a picture of the internet and the guy, uh, you've seen that meme. He's like, I smelled little, Uzi. oh, no, no, I meant. Khalib today and Khalib looked all happy and the guy looked all upset and like quiet and standing still there that's my no, favorite Khalib story I haven't gotta send that to you when you we're gotta done. send me that you gotta send me that and some other ones I love little Uzi Ver. Uh, I love Future and Drake Uzi, Uzi, Uzi's dope Uzi's dope man Uzi's that artist that you can go anywhere <laughs> yeah. and he's going to connect with a lot of people oh yeah you know, connect with the black folks the white folks you know mm-hmm. the his Hispanics, the emos, right? He's going to connect with everyone, dude, everyone. And everyone's going to be vibing to his music. You know what I'm saying? He's just one of those artists. There's some artists where you can't do that with because not everybody's going to really connect, right? I I can't even, you know, I I would love to ask a, a, a true DJ this question, like... Do you have little, you know, that let's say a DJ that plays a lot of rap music. How many little Uzi songs do you have? Because you know it's gonna get oh, the, yeah. the, the vibe going. It's gonna get everybody in tune, right? Uzi is one of those artists. I love Uzi. Bounce around. Yeah. I've songs to turn up, songs to chill out with. Yeah. My type of artists who do that. What one artist we have to geek out with, Biddy? And I know you particularly are fond of him, and definitely rest in peace. But the Great Prince. <laughs> Prince Prince is just he, he's another one he's another one and his swag yeah over everything his Prince is the exact ridiculous co- <laughs> Ooh, he was just so clean with it you know yeah. what I'm saying he, he could pull up anywhere and be like I'm wearing this and be the flyest motherfucker there he could literally wear a garbage <laughs> bag and like you said fly his rock he would make it rock Prince, Prince is you know definitely another it's a legend it's legendary man can't touch it <laughs> prince is the prime example of having confidence and he was a short guy too and not that they threw all that i think he was old he was five three and he had really? the stage presence yeah i literally just wow. googled it only five three and the stage presence he had and he would rock on the guitar and he'd dance and he'd have the most beautiful women behind him dancing and like oh my god man best super bowl halftime show as well He's up there. He's up there. He's up there. There's a lot of good, good, you know, Super Bowl performances pretty, yeah. pretty recently. Like with J-Lo. That's what I was saying. Woo! I go, it goes Chris, Shakira, it. J-Lo. Oh, man. What a what a win for the Latino community on that one. That, that one was dope. That one was dope. I know the whole world felt that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, those are my, those, those are my two favorites for the Super Bowl halftime show. And it just shows like, Music could just get the blood juicing, blood just going, the flow, the, the blood go. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, Great music God, enjoys all of life. Great music brings it all together. And uh, we're just we having fun. You can't forget about Beyonce's. Oh, Woo. how could we forget? Yeah, you might have just got canceled if you didn't say her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? No. She brings so much raw energy in her music. Yeah. Very emotional while having Beyonce. some of the craziest 
She has anthems. Anthems, dude. She does. And the effort, the amount of effort and worth ethic this woman has is... Yeah. Wow. Wow. Not respect. Definitely. One of the greatest, if arguably not the greatest. Come on now. She's on the Mount Rushmore for sure for pop she artists. Really is. She really is, man. We want. We need to see her act again. She needs to come out. She needs to be in a movie. It's been a while since she's been in a movie. At least I. I don't know if she's been in an independent movie that I haven't seen. But she, I'd like to see her act again. I like seeing Fifty Cent in some movies. Like, like <laughs> she plays that true gangster. You know what I'm saying? And just seeing him, you just like I. I genuinely be. <laughs> I genuinely be in fear if I made him mad too. His character, he, it, I like to see that. How about we see Eminem act again? Would you be down to see Eminem act again? Yeah, I mean he did a hell of a job in Eight Mile, you know. Oh yeah, one of the, my favorite movies ending still to this day. I don't know if Eminem now would be the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they don't hit the same. I think it would have to take a particular role for him to really. Indulge in and, and you know make it make it fire, um, but there's nothing like that in my movie, right? That was just perfect for him, perfect role. I guess yeah. if you had to see uh, Eminem in a role right now for a movie, what would you like to see him play? Like the bad guy, good guy? What, what kind of scenery? I would see Eminem in a role right now. How about Eminem plays? Hmm. That's a great question. I mean, I, I don't want to repeat him doing the rapper thing again. He's just so good as B-Rabbit in 8 Mile. Maybe I see exactly. him in... I see... Uh, I know originally... Do you know the movie Southpaw with Jake Gyllenhaal? No. No? Um, well, it's a boxing movie. It's about... Uh, a, it was... I believe it, it was... No, I, I admit, this is kind of stupid. The, the, the plot is kind of stupid, but the acting was good and the fight okay. sequences, but pretty much... His his baby his his girlfriend who's had he had a daughter with she randomly gets shot in the most random um shooting ever and it's pretty much a redemption story and Eminem was originally in that part now if we could still get that redemption story and make maybe not make it as you know so random about that but I mean anything in life can happen but they didn't really sell it that way but long story short I think Eminem in like an athlete role. Maybe he comes back as an aging, like it could be a parallel, like an aging, I don't know, wrestler or aging um, street basketball player. Well, not street basketball player. I, I don't see him in that. But maybe we should see Eminem, some role where he's resurging for something that he's showing that he still got it. Maybe it is as another rapper as well. I think Eminem is great at having a chip on his shoulder for the right reasons. And I think that's where he really strides. What do you think Eminem could do? If he uh, made his acting comeback, uh, um, or maybe an eight-mile like sequel, maybe, maybe you know for sure. Um, but I would love to see him travel with it, you know, go somewhere else and battle rap and and get an yeah. introduction uh, to, to, to to hip hop and, and different cultures. Um, Eminem is one of those artists where you ask people in Europe, like, who is your favorite rapper? More than often, they'll say Eminem. Mm. You know, you go to Argentina and you say, who's your favorite rapper? Promise you they will say Eminem. You come to the U.S. and you say, who's the best rapper of all time? Who's your favorite rapper? You'll hear a lot of, you know, Biggie, Pac, Snoop, right? You know, Nas, Jay-Z. But just internationally, 
Eminem has that presence. Um, it would be so if he did a sequel to Eight Mile, I think he would be the perfect uh, actor to embrace other hip hop cultures. Right? That's a good idea. Um, that, that that would be my my take on it. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to see some something like you know he's in New Zealand just rapping battle rappers. Hearing some New Zealand rap, right? You go to India and you hear some Indian rap, right? No. Yo, there's this Australian like rap. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that would be pretty. That would be pretty lit. Because for me, you know, being in America all my life, that's all I know. But right. I'm sure there's some hot shit outside of it. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't take it away from people at all. There's so many creative minds. Dude, you, I, I, you're, I hear what you're saying, and I think that. It shows that Eminem has so much to prove coming into it. He really had two strikes against him and the whole world can really connect with that. And if you have Eminem go and show these other artists and be a mentor to them, it'll go a long way. And that's a movie idea I will support. And you know who's a good uh, rapper from Australia? He started to pop off. He did a song with Miley Cyrus. He's just on SNL. I don't know if you know the kid Leroy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he goes go, off. He's only go, seventeen go. and he's got bar. Yeah, slow, slow, slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a song with NBA YoungBoy too. Oh, I gotta uh, look at that. Uh, yeah, he, he he's nice. He's nice. I like his um that like that rusty anger he lets out in some of his like vocals. Right? Oh yeah, it, it flows well. I did not know he was only seventeen though. Yeah, that's that's bizarre, right? And he's from but, Australia. Wow. Didn't know that. Yeah, see, works on it every day. But um, I, I got a couple songs of his on my playlist. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. Yeah, he, he's nice. He's nice. I like it. Be cool if Eminem mentored him, right? Imagine that would be pretty cool. But I think he's. I don't know if he's more of like that Eminem style when it comes to rapping. He's more of that, you know, that Juice World kind of. Flow. Yeah, little Tekka type. That rap, like the lyrical that, lemonade that, people. That, that. Mm-hmm. Who could also be, um, you know, hit a note if they had to in a song. <laughs> like those long car car rides kind of, you know. I love that type of music. I miss Juice World too. That's somebody. Um, yeah. R.I.P. Juice World. Amazing artist. Asian Absolutely. Person, Asian individual for, you know, this unfortunate short time he had on this earth, but he's done so much. Right? He's inspired so many people. Rest in power, sure. Absolutely. And it shows your your impact will always will always stay alive. Just be good and give the world something great to talk about. Even in your own presence is good enough. Sure. Yo, Biddy, we've been at it for an hour and a half making these moves. <laughs> it feels like we've only talked 20 minutes. I've enjoyed every I know, second. <laughs> and I, I hope that you want to do it again. Yeah, I, I would love to. You know, yes. it was very therapeutic. It was really nice. Um have my phone off, you know what I'm saying? I'm not worrying anything else about but this. So I appreciate, you know, you giving me the opportunity to join Of course, reconnect with the homie, right? Um, Nothing but. Definitely going to connect outside of this for sure. Oh, yes. Wait, I, pretty soon, man. I have to see you before the new year end. This year ends, bro. I'm we down. Can make that Let's happen. Do that. Let's I'm, make that promise. Definitely, bro. Right. I'll be on it, and I'm. I'll come up to Boston. I'll. We pull up, pull up. Let me, me around. That loves me for sure. Pull yes, up. I just hate so, the Red Sox, but you know, hey. we can put the Yankee Red Sox coming let's, in. Yeah, you had a nice. Uh, you've had a nice run. It's time to take a break. That's why my Knicks are good again. Okay. 
right. Well, uh, Jalen didn't get hurt. You know, we, we maybe mm. could have talked about it, but Knicks, I'll give it to y'all, man. Y'all How about the Knicks, Fitty? Y'all really shocked me. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, on? Julius Randle <laughs> and... Yeah, boy, um, the resurrection of D Rose and Quick and right, oh my, right. they really, them boys really balling, but their defense is crazy. Yeah, shouts yeah. to Tom Thibodeau for bringing it out of us. But you can see, like, they're a team that they want. They want it. You know, I was having this conversation like two days ago with my boys. I was like, "Yo, who do y'all think the finals is? Who's the final? You know, everybody's gonna be like, oh, yeah, it's this team and this team.' Like for sure, we don't know right now, man. It's yeah, it's one of those things. It's just like." Oh, you're looking at the East, you're looking at the West, and it's just like, there's a good two, three teams that it's like, playoffs time, come playoffs, anything could happen. That's that's how I feel, bro. That's how we all feel. That's, <laughs> I like it better like that. Whether it's the West, I mean, the Suns and the Nuggets, who would have thought? Lakers trying to just not be in the playing tournament. We, we uh, battled our hearts out against them last night. Tough OT loss. But it was oddly, weirdly fulfilling because we kept up, but we did beat the Clippers. And who knows what they're doing? Yeah, the Clippers, they, they've been balling, too. I mean, if you look at the Bucks. The Bucks have been you know. Giannis. I can, see, I can see them as a finalist team. I did. I picked them at the beginning of the year to win the East, and uh, I still think that's, that is that is likely. And uh, how about the Brooklyn Nets, dude? <laughs> they can yeah. never get all three on the court, but they know how to make headlines. And honestly, shouts yeah. to their bench to keep it, for helping them keep, win these games. Keeping it too. flow. You know, that, that's one of my worries. They've just been, you know, beating up Irvin so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he's just able to, to save a little fuel for, for playoff time. Uh, but, you know, Nets would, would be interesting. Uh, to see in the finals as well. Yes. Now, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> hitting on your Celtics, though, I know it's been a tough year. Um, uh, what's uh, going on? And I'm, it is, Jenny sucks hearing about Jalen Brown, my cousin. Not not really, but maybe we could find out if he's my cousin. But anyway, <laughs> Jalen Brown being hurt. <laughs> hey, yeah. So, um, I mean, it sucks that the God hurt, and now it's all in Jason Tatum, but it seems he could just put 50 um, whenever he wants. How, how are you feeling about um, going into the playoffs? Do you think Celtics could still put up a fight? Do you think this may be a summer to reevaluate things, maybe pick up some free agents? You know, I want the Knicks to get Lonzo, but he could fit in your team. Um, do you think – how are you feeling about your Celtics as a whole right now? Um, I think I'm very proud of how far they've came, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the leadership that right, like Brown and Tatum have taken. Um, uh, Walker, he, he's a great addition. Uh, could he be the magic piece? I'm not too, sh- too, too sure yet. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just one of those quiet players. I would love to see a, a little bit more leadership with him. Um, but I, I am impressed also with Williams, right? A young player that, that came out of nowhere and just, just stepping up. But he's someone I really want to see moving forward to be vocal, like that KG. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Scare yo, them you, like KG. Exactly. Right? You know, once you're running back up the floor, like being that defensive voice of reason, just like, all right, let's go. Like, call out that play. That was, you know what I'm saying? That was Garnett, man. You know what I'm saying? Have the enforcer. He was ready, arms wide open, like, yo, y'all know the play, let's get it, right? And just that attitude. Once they reach that attitude, um, I give it the next 
two to three years, I think they, the Seas will bring home the championship. If they stay healthy and, and continue this 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 run they're having, next two to three years, watch out for my Celtics in the finals. Remember this. Ooh, okay. 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 Right? okay so, hold you to it. You guys want to happen? We're going to rewind this, okay? <laughs> Just this clip. And it's going to go everywhere. It's going to go viral. All right? All see. right. It makes oh, okay. my, it, it helps it helps it helps my it helps my numbers out to make that viral. <laughs> and we're staying with Brad Stevenson too. I like him. I, I like him, man. I like him. I like him. I just want him to be a little bit more tough. I want him to mm-hmm. yell. He's like that dad just just gives you everything. <laughs> you know, he's a great dad and everything, but um, he he gotta lay down. He gotta you know a little. Psh, psh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> I think he's too nice at times, but you know, I, I respect him a lot for, for what he's been doing um, off the court as well as on the court. Uh, and, and he really has built that, that family environment and let his players know that regardless of whatever happens, I will speak up for you and um, I'm here for you. I really felt that um, from him and just seeing Celtics organization handle whatever they have to, you know, you know what they've been doing for the last uh, couple of months. Um, so with that being said, yeah, I think he's a, it's a great guy, um, but he just needs to, you know, give a little, little spankings here and there. And I think that'll be good. Sure. <laughs> whatever you have to do, let's just, <laughs> Let's leave it to a nice conference finals between your team and my team, and we'll take it. We take it from there. My team's really growing too. Hmm? Yeah, you guys have come. Wow, man! Last time I saw the Knicks this good was when you guys had Melo. Yeah, back at high school, man. Freshman year, senior high school. Wow, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, we've had like. I was gonna say I know how New York is with this sports. It's been a long time coming, Biddy. As we see your your teams, how many how many parades did you go to amongst all your teams? Championship parades. Be honest. <laughs> I'm not working for that job anymore, but I actually skipped work one day. <laughs> the Pats parade. That was. Crazy. I would do the same thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I could say that. Now. Yeah, I did it. I wasn't sick. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know. Um, I've been to two. I saw a Red Sox, the Red Sox one, and uh, I think that was 2013, right? Yeah, they won. Yeah, and then I saw the the pass parade. They're they're, they're pretty wild. They're pretty wild. I could imagine. Uh, It's a lot of college kids and, you know, young adults just... Living their best life. And living their best lives. It's it's, it's dope. It's just like, yo, this is my city. We just... Mm -hmm. U.S. over. We just took over. I have to say, I have to say, you know, I'm happy for your success. For the cool people like you, I'll take it. <laughs> for your other contemporaries, that's another story. But <laughs> for Biddy, I'll let I'll let him enjoy it. And have no ill will. I have to say too, shouts to your Red. Well, respect to your Red Sox for uh, a really great start there, man. You must be excited yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing too pretty pretty well. Um, I haven't been too into them with them lately, but uh, from what I, I've been seeing and you know the few games that I did see that they've been all right. Um, you know, I, I just hope that that location strengthens a little bit. I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I think they got some uh, some solid players, right? Not not necessarily like you know the super super all stars, but like 
a lot of people who work well and get the job done. Nice and scrappy. Exactly. Like, like the Knicks, you know, Mm -hmm. they they got those players that are just like my best. And if everyone gives their best, it goes a long way. Oh yeah. And you can see it. Yeah, man, it's going to be an exciting year of sports for sure. Just last thing on the sports, your Patriots, they, Bill Belichick, uh, man, ham uh, this offseason, huh? Ooh, ooh, he, he was just, you know, he, he, he he's ready, man. I think something special is about to happen. Are um, you ready too, Biddy? I am. Um, believe it or not, I have not been to a Patriots game yet. I've been to Gillette Stadium, but that was to see like some uh, soccer games. Mm-hmm. I've yet to see a Patriots game in person, but that is a promise to myself for 2021. Dude, Not only myself, you know, uh, yeah, I'm definitely probably going to bring you know niece and nephew too. They're going to have that experience with me too, and it's going to be all of our first game, and they are going to win that game. Um, but we'll see. I, I think the 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 Bucks come to Gillette this year. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, I was um, about to. They, they I'm do, looking right? it up right now. Um, and I would give a uh, fortune to watch that game. Even if I'm in October the 3rd. I need see birthday gift to me. There it is. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> October 3rd, which is a. Yeah, Sunday night. Sunday night, October Sunday night. 3rd. I'm sick on October 4th. <laughs> I'm going to start playing. I actually bought Giants tickets. I bought Giants tickets today. Giants Broncos. Um, the old first game of the season. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a smooth game. Low key. of going on with Giants, man. My Giants. I know you're trying to run away from it. What's going on with them, man? My New York Giants are actually in a great spot, man. I'm excited. We've got. We went. And this Yo, Eddie, let me tell you something, though. We added Kenny Galladay. We um, added, we added, we're having some two prime offensive line coming back at Soldier and Will Hernandez, and then a underrated. Yeah, he was your guy. He was on your team. Thank he you. He was, yeah, I love that motherfucker, but he's <laughs> yeah. a big boy. Yo. He, yeah, <laughs> he is, and I love it. Help on for defend on our side or block on our side, you know. And then we stood up in the secondary with you know Bradbury's became a pro baller, and then you have a Dory Jackson has joined the squad now with Jabril Peppers. Um, I'm excited for our first round pick with Kadarius Tony. I think he's could be a, a steal in this draft. It's all on Daniel Jones now, Biddy. If he can't win now, it's <sighs> over. It's, it's done. I love talking to New York, you know, fans about sports. It's just like, regardless of wherever your team is, you're just like, no, 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 but you, you got to hear it out. <laughs> y'all, y'all got confidence, Damn right. man. Y'all got confidence. You talking about Prince having confidence? Talk to, <laughs> Talk to a diehard New York sports fan. They have confidence, okay? <laughs> your team could be doing the absolute worst, but... Uh, <laughs> We've had some, we had some bad times. I mean, the Knicks. I mean, Boston's the same way, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably why we don't get along when it comes to sports. I'm still thinking the Celtics are taking the chip. But, but hey, it's all in good fun too. So, of course, always. And we're playing your team on uh, Sunday, so Sunday of this recording. So, okay. It's going right. to be fun right in Madison Square Garden. We might, we might have to, you know, link up and, 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 and watch that, right? Oh, that, cool. that would be a, that would be a move. What, Especially, what is that? 
Well, it's this Sunday, so this Sunday, this Sunday. Yeah. Okay. But they, it might, maybe we'll see some playoff matchups. Listen, if that's possible, mm-hmm. I will. We'll figure out a plan to watch those games. Yeah, man, I'm down for a little trip or whatever it may be. We can be halfway. That'll be fun. Definitely, man. And if you want to come here, I'm staying with my parents. You can see the parents' pool. Take advantage of that. Oh, dope. Gotta love a good pool. Oh, nothing but, Biddy. Nothing but. But we'll definitely make a move this summer, man. I I, I assure it. And la- my just my very last question with the sports first. And then I just want to do one last thing. How do you feel about Mac Jones? You think he's going to be the new quarterback today? Or are you sticking with Cam? He's, he's one of those good old boys, you know. He, he, had, <laughs> he, just had his, he just had his run, you know. Belichick just got a, you know, a little psh, psh. He, Belichick will give him a little, <laughs> little smack, you know, and then it's just, all right, it's go time. Now, if he, after that smack, you know, he's just like, you know, yes, sir. Yes, coach. Yeah, all right. I think he, I got he six, can be, six he can rings be for nice. a reason. He can be nice, but um, if he keeps, you know, doing some cocaine in the clubs, he, you know, he, <laughs> oh, he no. ain't making it, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I, I think with the, the camaraderie and, and then the environment that they, the Patriots organization puts together um, from what we see, right, on the outside, um, if that – I think that will really whip him into shape mentally mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 and wake him up. But I am excited to see him. He looked very excited to come here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited to see what he does. And, um, you know, I hope he, if he gets the chance, maybe it could be another another story, right? It was, what, 28 draft picks since the Patriots picked a, a quarterback? Your quarterback, yeah, 28, dra- wow. 28 years, huh? Just 28 draft picks. I just show you how much of a goat Brady is. I was going to say, how did you feel about him winning the Super Bowl? Were you upset or did you support him? I felt like, you know, I got on a knee. I asked the girl of my dreams. That heartbreak, that's what I felt. That was heartbreaking. But at the end of the day... Hey, you're honest about it. It was was this one. I just want you to be happy. (laughs) Over there. Call me happy, and then you see him with the <laughs> ring, and then you see the ring on his hand. You just like, nah, fuck you, bitch. And Gronk too. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're just like, but I still love you. You know, it's it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. You know, I always respect for Brady. You know, he's he's brought so much, you know, excitement and happiness through, you know, the the last twenty years or so. Yeah. My NFL life of, of being a fan and watching it. This is something, you know, I'm going to tell my kids, like, listen, you guys don't know Tom Brady. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about Tom Brady. Absolutely. Right. It's, you know, that, that kind of stuff. So, like, it we hurt, it hurt for sure, but, you know, uh, I still wish. And you could take it out on, you could take it out on him on October 3rd. Sunday night. Yeah, that that would be that would be pretty cool. Uh, that's gonna be, uh, I feel like an emotional game. I could imagine. Regardless of whatever really happened, really don't know. We don't know. No, we don't. Uh, whatever really happened, I think it's just him being in that environment in that stadium is gonna hit home. And of course, it's gonna hit home. You know, and uh, I hope he plays the best game of his life, and I hope we play the best game of our Patriots history. That's what I want to see. I want to see them just go head to head with everything they got. Like if it were the last football game ever, 
Um, I feel like that's the type of vibe we're about to get when we play that game. It's going to be good. That's why I want to be there, man. You know what I'm <laughs> hey, I support you with that, man. Like you said, YOLO. So there's still a solid five months to save. If, and, uh, you know, make your special memory there, seeing the GOAT. For sure, for sure. We'll, we'll see how, how it happens. It's you know, a COVID thing if there's limited seats. Hopefully, you know, we have the opportunity to get a ticket for you. We have to do that soon. <laughs> Definitely, man. I'll, I'll keep reminding you to make sure you get that memory for yourself. I'll keep, I'll, I'll keep you uh, in check for that. Make sure you remind me. Get those tickets, Biddy. Get those tickets. Get those tickets. <laughs> One last thing, Biddy, before sure. we go. I end every first appearance on the show with the Prowse questionnaire. And Biddy, for someone like you, this is this is gonna be really great. So it's just 10 short but sweet but deep questions. Simple as that. Answer them however you want and how long as you want. And uh, let's get real with it. Ready? Okay, cool. The Prowse questionnaire right now. What is your favorite word? Love. Powerful right there, man. Powerful. What's your least favorite word? I can't. Damn straight. Great, great, great. That's my least favorite word. Now, this is more of a life and fulfillment question, not a sexual question. Oh, two people said sex and, you know, that's them. But this is more of a life and fulfillment question. What turned you on in this world? I think that, that when positive, positive energy is feeding off of individuals, right? Um, if mm-hmm. you're, once again, you know, just taking it back to simple things. If you're in a dance floor environment and you're seeing somebody just being them, right? And they're giving off that aroma. Um, and then you begin to feel that, that kind of energy given off right um that that really does you know get me going turns me off for sure and it it really does make me uh realize you know i'm not the only person here right now there are other people who feel life right um i think that that for sure all right great answer what turns you off in this world (sighs) the hate man hate in the world and um, the type of hate where you would do whatever it takes to really make somebody pass E, you know, go below. You know, if you're if you're willingly and, and, and forcing uh, to, to bring somebody to their lowest point, knowing that you're doing that, that hate, hate for sure. Can't can't fuck with it. <laughs> no, you don't. And we don't have time for it either. What sound or noise do you love? Sound or noise that I love? Um, you know, other than like my loved ones' voices, uh, music for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I fall asleep almost every night to some uh, like saxophone instrumentals oh the saxophone that's just crazy the saxophone one of the most underrated sounds in this world listen the goat all right (laughs) the saxophone is crazy um but uh, yeah for sure you know to sum it up music uh, music is nice and nature noises is very peaceful too Um, definitely yeah so uh, you know being in tune with nature handles nature sounds definitely you know the saxophone player kenny g Dude, 
It sounds familiar. Isn't it like- you definitely probably have heard. So the track's probably definitely the song "Song Song of Bird." I think it's called "Song of Bird." Songs of Bird. Anyways, it it slaps. I should know this, dude. It's that. I'm, I'm gonna listen to it though. Kenny G. Yeah. You definitely let me know what you think. And you know, my favorite saxophone, it'll always set the mood. I think my children will be made to this song. I think this has to be played in my wedding. This is my second favorite song in this world. It's Careless Whisper by yeah, by Wham. You know that? Ooh, that, that's, a, that's a little old school, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck it. I don't okay. care if YouTube okay. takes it. I'll show you real quick because all you need is a saxophone. This, this, this is just every. This is everything. Okay, this is it. Man, I don't have to get the song right here, but no, not that one. <laughs> I was like, all right, what kind of wedding is this? <laughs> this is plain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that would be that. I can see that. I can you see, know I it. See you too, man. That's smooth. I can see mm. the brush cut too. You know, bro. <laughs> I, all the confidence of the roll come out. I just need to hear those notes. <laughs> oh man. So, having said all of that, what sound or noise do you hate? <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of this. Um, you ever see like those old school cars where people try to hook them up and then like exhaust is just horrible. <laughs> and they're just like, like five miles an hour. I hate that sound. Oh, I know what yeah, you're talking about. You like the real like, low riders. Like, yeah, like the, yeah, the old school civics and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like 2000 <laughs> civics. Civic. <laughs> yeah, they they go the like five miles an hour. And the lime green anymore. civic. Yeah. I, I just hate the sound. Oh, yeah. It sounds. It sounds Why did you do that to your car? Don't do that. It sounds Sorry. intimidating <laughs> in a bad way. Like, oh my it's God. Not, You're going to see the muffler fall. Every time I hear that, <laughs> I picture the muffler falling out of the car, too. I could see that, too. You know, there's actually um, sometimes, you know, with them bumpy roads we got here in Boston, you'll see sometimes it's great because the cars are Ooh. so low and their muffler is there. Oh, man. <laughs> I heard the joke. How many potholes are here? My car is about a tear in each ACL. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Interesting. I don't know. What have I said the most? <laughs> this time, I think, fuck. Hey, that's fuck. a great answer. Yeah, fuck it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the best answer. Fuck it. <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Shut up. Mm, you would definitely be great at that, Biddy. Yeah, you know, just a little. Hey. And then just seeing somebody just be like, wow, this tastes amazing. And then just, you know, just looking at him through my little chef window, like, yeah. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did mm. that. I put that work in. <laughs> <laughs> what profession would you not like to do? I think, um, 
politician I would like not like politician mm-hmm. I don't want to be no politician I hate politics as it is oh yeah nah I think yeah cause I feel like at the end of the day I'm gonna just have to be fake in a sense yeah there's gonna come a point where it's just like I'm not being real anymore right and I don't want to do that Definitely first I thought at first I thought you know like something to do with like I guess like cleaning up gross stuff right or like a plumber or like a you know a trash man or whatever I was just like I'd rather do that than be a politician Don't oh yeah to be someone I'm not I couldn't a live politician. with it. yeah I cannot live with that man politician yeah and my final question for today if heaven exists what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Everything I ask you to. And I appreciate it. What a great answer, Vidi. What a great answer. As we as we mentioned, if you want to check out some of his work, go to the Productive Conversation Podcast YouTube page. Check out tomorrow's another day to see that some of the great work that Biddy has done <laughs> and uh, his great. You can see one of his great poems there. Biddy, is there anything else you want to say before we sign off here? Once again, man, big thanks, and um, you know, definitely enjoy this time. Um, you know, would love the opportunity to come back and uh, you know. Spread love, not hate y'all. And um, hopefully if it's something as tiny, I, I just hope someone got something out of this conversation or could feel, hey, I, I, I feel that and I understand that. And, you know, just hope I, I uh, we touch somebody today, you know, in that sense. Oh, I definitely, and I'm confident that that exactly took place in this episode today. That would be really cool. And thank you, Biddy, for an amazing appearance. I can't wait to have you on for this again. And let's hold ourselves to it to make sure we kick it this summer or beyond. We definitely will hang out in 2021, man. And I can't wait for it. I will annoy the shit out of you until we do. Trust me, I am all for it, especially after this year. But seriously, Biddy, you have a lot of my respect, a lot of my love. And thank you so much for another classic episode. All right, my man. Peace. Thanks. So long, Biddy. Thank you so much. That's the great Dennis <laughs> Biddy, everybody. Be the man. Bye, dude. The great Dennis Biddy. A great guy, great time, great vibes, and an amazing experience. Thank you, Biddy, for blessing us with your presence and giving us another classic episode of the Productive Conversations podcast. Now, I know we did have some audio issues. On his side, the Zoom popped in and out, and we did the best we can with amplifying the track and stuff. And despite the few quirks, we were still able to overcome our obstacles and have a great show. And thank you again, Biddy, for making it all possible. We're back here on Monday. Who do we have? Another joyous, incredible person. And one person, if you ask anyone at the University of Hartford or anybody who gets to know him, you can't help but smile. Matt DiMatteo comes on the Productive Conversations podcast this Monday, May 24th. It is going to be a great, fantastic episode. Yeah, wow, we're already at the end of May and summer is just around the corner. And I hope that you all are making the most of your time. I certainly am. And I know you will too. Just want to thank my great guests, 
Dennis Biddy. Couldn't thank you enough for an amazing appearance. We're back here in a few days. Have a great weekend, everybody. And be sure to be the best person you can be and keep making us proud. I know you will, and I know that you will exceed expectations. And to the greatest listeners and fans in the world, thank you for tuning in, and thank you for making this possible. You know I love and appreciate every single one of you. Oh, and don't forget, this Sunday, there is a playoff game in Madison Square Garden. The New York Knicks are in the playoffs, fourth seed, and oh, words cannot describe my joy for that it's gonna be low-key emotional but most importantly it's gonna be a high-key great time the new york knicks are playing a playoff game we're beating the hawks we're taking this and we are gonna have one hell of a time we have waited eight long years and it's gonna be worth it the sky is up Things are just getting better from there. And again, the New York Knicks are playing a playoff game this weekend. So let's enjoy that. Let's have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. And let us celebrate this thing called life. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. And I will see you very soon. Let's go, Knicks. Peace.